The European Union has passed sweeping regulations over the cryptocurrency market, causing mass reports of crying crypto enthusiasts who felt the disturbance in the brorse. The law is complicated, so aren't you lucky that TechLinked is the show where ya boy LM Jesus and shooter editor Oliver come in on a stat holiday to give you the lowdown. The markets in crypto assets, or Mika regulation, when it's not trying to look like Grace Kelly, will require any business planning to issue, trade, or store crypto assets, such as crypto exchanges or digital wallets, be licensed to do so within the entirety of the EU. On top of this, the act is meant to combat tax evasion, money laundering, and wharf profiteering by making transactions traceable, something that will anger crypto bros, since they're the number one on the list of people who hate tracings, just above my high school art teacher. The tracing will come into effect January of 2026, so if you've been eyeballing that very stylish black market RPG 7, you better hurry. The regulations will also hold exchanges liable for customer losses, as one of the biggest pushes to write this legislation was a collapse of FTX. So to say something I'm sure hasn't been said since November 2022, thanks Sam Bankman fried good on ya. Last week, a massive number of ASUS routers lost network connectivity, perhaps in a symbolic representation of the customers the company will lose if they can't go a single week without a controversy. On Wednesday, the ROG forum blew up with users claiming their router froze after it had run out of memory, which is weird since the only thing my router has to remember is to not drop connection while I'm streaming Monk starring Emmy Award winner Tony Shalhoub. In the case of all users, their issues occurred at the same time, yet none of them were hosting online Call of Duty matches. You know how it's always the host who has like the, the crappiest connection? On Thursday, ASUS put out a news release stating, an error in the configuration of their server settings file was the cause of the issue. If that sounded too vague, a redditor in r slash sysadmin explained that ASUS pushed a corrupted definition file for ASD, a built-in security daemon found in many of ASUS's routers. That's what you get for trusting demons. You ask them for fame and they put you on an internet show where you'll never be quite as loved as the kind silly guy with a mustache. This is what my friend said happened to him. Not me, different guy. He uh, he lives in Decatur. And free-to-play game War Thunder experienced heavy backlash when they tried to change the in-game economy, which allows me to make the sense of pride and accomplishment reference I needed to complete my I use Reddit bingo card. If I win, I get to erase one cursed post from my memory forever. Earlier this month, developer Gaijin Entertainment proposed a bundle of changes to the in-game economy that would make it harder to progress after matches without paying real money. In response, the players of the 20th century combat sim did what they had been trained to do for years, precision bombing of the game's Steam reviews. And wouldn't you know it, Gaijin listened to the community. Writing a post on the game's forum announcing the changes were being removed, and the post didn't even leak any classified documents. Impressive. Maybe they should have stopped there though, because the creative director of Gaijin decided to write a post on the game's site, explaining how the economies of free-to-play games work, which a lot of War Thunder players felt was out of touch. Perhaps because a lot of these players have spent thousands of hours pretending to fight in early 20th century battles in a free-to-play game. But I don't know, just a thought. Maybe they know a little something about being out of touch. Maybe they know a little something about free play games. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Vessi. They aim to change the way you think about rain. Don't let a little precipitation ruin your plans. Say no to those rain checks. They always bounce. Vessi claims their shoes are 100% waterproof, so throw a pair of them on and keep your day going. Stuck in your head? Go out for a walk and clear your mind. 
Rain or shine, Vessi will be with you every step of the way while you ponder some of life's greatest mysteries, like how are the pyramids built? What exactly is Area 51? And how the heck does Vessi's Dymatex technology keep your feet so dry while being so comfortable? And don't let your dirty shoes ruin your mood when you get home. Cleaning your Vessi's is a breeze. Just rinse them in the sink or the tub, or even throw them in the wash. Embrace the rain with Vessi. Use code TechLinked at Vessi.com slash TechLinked and save 50% on your purchase. That's pretty good. Quick bits are like the fries at the bottom of the fast food bag of tech news. Except these bad boys are always piping hot. And there's a handsome man in there too. Talking about this guy. And also, Oliver's kind of cute too. Indie game developer Rusty Lake has had their Discord name stolen and is telling other indie devs to beware. If you're not familiar, Discord announced they would be removing their four-digit discriminators that allowed multiple users to have the same username. The company said they would give username priority to owners of verified servers, but it seems that didn't help Rusty Lake, or as they're now known on Discord, the underscore real underscore Rusty underscore Lake one. Laugh. A bug on Twitter seems to be reviving deleted tweets. Journalist James Vincent deleted all of his tweets, likes, and retweets on May 8th. Yet suddenly today, he found many to be restored. Apparently, Vincent isn't alone, as security expert and lesson in masculinity, Dick Morrill, found 34,000 of his previously deleted tweets had also reappeared. An ex-Twitter employee claimed this probably occurred because servers were improperly moved between data centers. The ex, ex the everything app employee, made this claim on Mastodon, so maybe there's a Dick Morrill to this story. China has banned U.S. chip manufacturer Micron from key infrastructure projects after a national security review the country began in April. The state cyberspace agency of China took a break from traveling to Mars in the metaverse, I assume, to claim Micron's products have serious network security risks. Just one day after President Biden and other G7 leaders agreed to reduce dependence on China. Last month, the U.S. asked South Korea not to fill any Chinese chip shortfalls if Micron was banned, but you didn't invite President Yoon Suk-yeol to your fancy G7 party, did you, Joe? So now he's with Joe Mama. Amazon will now let people buy alcohol without showing an ID using the company's palm scanning technology. Apparently, this technology has been used for years at Amazon's Go stores because there's nothing more convenient than giving tech giants your biometric data. The first venue to support this feature is Coors Field, home of the Colorado Rockies baseball team. Any fan attending a Rockies game will still vastly overpay for mediocre beer, but now they can do it slightly faster. And researchers in Japan have built concrete houses using dirty diapers. In a paper published in Nature, the engineers cite the demand for low-cost housing in Indonesia and note that the infrastructure for recycling things like diapers don't exist outside of developed countries. Ergo, diaper houses. By sterilizing and shredding the diapers, the researchers found that they could use the literally sheer material to replace up to 40% of the sand in concrete that's used for non-load-bearing walls. Though, technically, a non-zero percentage of that wall will be made of loads. And we'll have loads more tech news for you on Wednesday. So set a reminder, ring a bell, hire a rooster, do whatever it takes to come back here. We're very lonely in this building. There's just two of us. Please come save us.